If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi, I'm Phil Spencer, head of Xbox... And you're listening to IGN's Podcast Unlocked, which my interns tell me is a pretty good show. Podcast Unlocked. Welcome to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. It's the end of August already, Mitch. Yeah, we did it. We made it. Summer's over. We haven't made anything. We're almost no. into it. Fall season unofficially starts this week. Uh, it's August 26, 2015 for this week's show, episode 209. I'm Ryan McCaffrey. That's Mitch Dyer. It's an intimate show today. It's We're cuddling up. It's just you and I. It's just me and you Finally, under the same Snuggie. Aww. <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody else, we got a lot of people out at PAX, a lot yeah. of people... You got Destin bailing on the show again because he's got to watch the Destiny live Classic feed. Classic Destin. It's fine. No, I'm going to get some points. Wait, I'm job. the only contender for points this week. <laughs> yeah. If I lose, I... Okay. Let's see. Wait. Yeah. Are you going to... Am I going to get this? This... So I actually... I played this game and I could not remember this. So we'll see if you remember it. But, I think uh, I do. Good. Good, good. Well, you've got a chance to widen your... Currently, it's one point lead. Ooh. Over Destin, gotta, and then got to get that gap wider. <laughs> you're two points ahead of Marty. It's it's uh, you guys are all right in a row, but yeah. So uh, turns out, kind of the the unofficial kickoff of fall kind of snuck up on me. Yeah. Maybe I just haven't been paying close enough attention because this week, I mean, granted, this isn't just Xbox; it's yeah. everything you've got. Uh, so the big one is Metal Gear Solid course, Five, September which 1st. Vince has given a ten. Incredible to, game. Which, uh, yeah, I was just like, wow, okay, well, I guess uh, I'm going to give this one a shot. My concern with Metal Gear, Mitch, uh, is that it's. I worry that the lore is impenetrable for those of us. Yeah. Like, I think I can speak for a lot of Xbox leaning people, where you know that's always been a fairly PlayStation centric yes. franchise, and so. I, I feel like there are probably a lot of people in my boat who don't know the lore and are just like, uh, I don't, 
you got a 10, but I don't know yeah. who are any of these people and what's going on. Funny you should mention, because that's going to be the topic on IGN Overclocked, our PC podcast next week. Uh, Since like, it's also coming to PC. Yeah, Metal and Gear it's a similar story for PC players. Like, Metal Gear Solid came to PC a couple of years later, mm-hmm. but it like, kind of didn't work very well. It was like not the best version. And then various versions of the games have come to PC, I think, in some form. Uh, Same thing with Xbox, really. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid 2 Subsistence. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's been, But 3 the, never came, yep. and 4. Four never didn't. came. So the releases have, been, releases have been sparse. PC players who have been dedicated to PC don't know that world in the same way. So it is a big, complex, impenetrable world. And if you do want to catch up on what happens before the Phantom Pain, uh, our own John Ryan made a really awesome catch up in five minutes story so for big boss yes Appar- but there's apparently so much more yeah. i did watch that video and it did help although I, even at the it's end still i was still like, like a lot uh... <laughs> yeah it's still <laughs> totally weird and complex and it, it's a very hard world to get into and i will also be interested to see how that fares for the phantom pain as far as i can tell it it borrows like it's obviously a continuation of that story but yeah. it's not like you need to know everything about these people or where they came from just that this guy is like a secret agent he is experienced he's kind of becoming something bigger than he ever thought he would be and here's his story and then we've got until dawn on ps4 which i played a year ago and really yeah. got a good vibe off of and apparently has turned out very well yeah, i want to check really that cool. out can't wait you've got uh madden nfl 16 yep. which is always God. a big deal every year uh, i've got a by the time this podcast goes up, our final review should be done. Yeah. But even even if it is, uh, mm-hmm. you'll still find the video in the review. Is I, I just ho- I hosted a uh, sort of a quick let's play with Mike Mitchell, our reviewer, just to kind of get his top level impressions. And you can watch. Yeah. You can watch uh, our very tense one half battle of his Niners versus my Cardinals, <laughs> and, and how it always predictably goes wrong for the Cardinals because yep. that's the Cardinals. And then uh, Gears of War Ultimate, of course, is the big Xbox release this week, yeah. kicking off the first party fall season for the Xbox One. Which is very one. exciting. There's also, God, like on other platforms, there's uh, like volume from like Bithel came out. I think, is that on Xbox? I, I don't it, recall. It's, I don't think it, it wasn't on my list for prepping for the show yeah, this week. Yeah, I don't week. think it, I think it's PS4 and PC just for now. Hopefully and it comes to Xbox. There are, there are though, there are like 10,000 ID at Xbox games in Summer Spotlight this oh, week. Oh God, it never stops. You're right. Yeah. There are a lot, so... Uh, yeah. Shadowrun Hong Kong came out on PC. PCs, oh. like... The PC <laughs> releases this year are nuts. In fact, we were just talking about... Uh, in, a, in the context of another conversation, the original Deus Ex came up, and it's just sort of like Shadowrun's almost spiritually in that yeah. same kind of vein, yeah, where yeah. it's just like, uh, now I want to go just go back and play De- yep. the original Deus Ex. Oh, man, you know what comes out... Today, or no, tomorrow, as we record this, uh, comes out on Thursday, Lara Croft Go. Oh, I need that. It's so good. I'm probably embargoed and can't talk about it, but I'm sure they're going to get really I, mad that I oh, said it's I'm so sh- good. They'll be furious. I mean, I, I've always said that I, even though I'm such a core gamer, I love games, but I games on mobile devices just traditionally almost without exception, have not interested me for yeah. whatever reason. And I know I'm robbing myself of, there are a number Some of good really stuff. good experiences, but Hitman Go is my huge exception to that rule. Sure. That game's amazing. Yep. I love it. And so I'm all on board for a, for a Lara Croft version of that. It's awesome. I'm deeply in love with it. I have finished it three times. I found every treasure. By the way, I would Hitman Go 100% should just be ported to Xbox yeah. as a digital as a five dollar digital yep. download where you just you control it with the stick. stick. That's all. That's all you need. Square Enix Montreal is quietly like one of the 
my favorite developers. They're so good. I downloaded Hitman Sniper purely on like, oh, I liked Hitman Go and I really enjoyed Lara Croft Go. I didn't care about Hitman yeah. Sniper. I went back and bought it and it's awesome. Really enjoying that game too. Yeah. Uh, they, they seem to get mobile better than Very just much. about. Yeah. At least, or at least connecting mobile with core gamers like yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You know? uh, really quick, many thanks to Matt Miller. His gamer tag is HughGolf, H-U-G-O-L-F. He hooked me up with, uh, with his Showtime uh, Stars app access sure. on Xbox One so I can watch the Ray Donovan, which I've, I'm told is an amazing show, and that every time a new trailer comes out for Ash vs. Evil yeah. Dead, I'm just like, on board. This yep. is 100% yep. exactly what this should be. Is Ray Donovan the Liv Shriver clo- uh, show? Yes. I have an irrational hatred for that man. <laughs> what? I don't know what it is. I hate Liv Shriver. Just because so he much. beats up on Wolverine, it doesn't make him a bad God. guy. I, oh, that was the worst movie <laughs> Origins was that the one with him and Hugh Jackman? Uh, I think oh, it was so. Like unwatchable. I don't know what it is. I think it was that movie where I saw him. Like he just appeared on screen. And I was like, no, <laughs> f this guy. Oh, I don't geez. know what it is. Like it's totally irrational. I have no justification. I just see him and I'm like, no, I will not watch this. I don't like you. That's like the opposite of seeing Walter Goggins on screen and going, yay, Walter Goggins. <laughs> Schreiber. Get out of here. <laughs> Jeez. I'm, I bet Ray Donovan's like the best show on the planet, and I'll just never watch it because it's stupid Liv Schreiber. Uh, also, uh, damn, I forgot to check the mailroom before the show to verify this, but so, uh, you know what? When when we come back, I will have this question answered through the power of, of editing. Yeah. But I might have something really, really special for Unlock Block this week, so hang tight for a few minutes. We'll get to that. I didn't see it in there, but we can check it. Okay. I'll take a look here in just a minute, but Mitch, uh, we've got a few interesting stories to get to. We'll see, you know, we'll see what our, our friend College Duke thinks of some of these oh some of these stories. <laughs> <laughs> There's only it's just three of us today, me, you, and College Duke. <laughs> we'll be right back, baby. IGN's number one Xbox podcast, the podcast unlock presents the news unlock. All right. Uh did not see the thing that I was waiting for in the mirror. I have shipping confirmation, yeah, but I just yeah, want to yeah. wait till it's physically here. Let's Maybe next week. To do anything with it. But ne- So let's just say next week we will be giving away a prize approximately 20 times better than the usual prize. And I'm speaking monetarily. 20 copies of Guitar Hero Van Halen. <laughs> so what you've got to do to win this special thing which I promise you you'll want, I can absolutely guarantee you'll want this, is to play the Unlock Block trivia game. So we're going to need your questions. We'll play that later, and I'll tell you how to send in your questions, although you've probably got the whole process memorized at this point. But anyway, Mitch, let's kick it off with... Yes. Your friend and mine, the Master Chief. I've heard of him. In Halo 5. Now, Microsoft had a little Canada, Canadian fan event. Do you remember? I'm I sure never, you were in attendance because you're I never you're got Canadian. to go to these. I X-15. never went to an X event ever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it used to be like a really big thing, and now yeah. they just sort of have uh, used the name for fan events. It's not actually the kind of big, crazy yeah. reveal uh, PSX-like thing that it sort of used to be. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, up at X-15 in Canada... Uh, creative director Tim Longo on Halo 5. He of 343 Industries. He formerly of Star, Star Wars, Wars Republic, Republic Commando. Commando. Jinx. Pick, poke, yomi a Coke. <laughs> That's how it goes, right? Anyway, GameRant.com. Talk to him. Talk to Tim. And they were asking him, hey, 
Buddy, Tim. Bro. I bet that's how it went. Bro, Chacho. When I think Tim Longo, <laughs> I think Bro, Chacho. That's what I think of Tim. No, they're asking him, hey, uh, you know, we got that little glimpse of Master Chief's face, those 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 pretty eyes. Yeah. Those pale, ghostly eyes. The weird ginger kid. In the, le- the legendary ending of Halo 4, are we going to, now that he's with his blue team bros and bro ets? Sure. Nope. Blue team people. Blue team friends. Special super friends. <laughs> His blue chocolate. Spartan tube. Yes. <laughs> we got there. Yes. In the end. <laughs> His blue chachos. Uh, are we going to see Master Chief's face? And Tim said, quote, I actually don't even know if I can talk about that, Longo said, but, quote, he doesn't take his helmet off. So that's a one way to answer the question. You think we'll still get teased with his face, or do you think that ship has sailed, Mitch? I think they... I feel like 343 is in the same position that I am in that, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't really matter if we ever see his face because yeah. who he is underneath the, the helmet doesn't matter. Like, Master Chief has always been just It's that. not who I am underneath. <laughs> yeah. It's what it's I what, do that it's, defines it's, me. it's always, like, what he represents, and it's the idea of Master yeah. Chief. It is very Batman. It is very much about, like, what he achieves and who what that c- character stands for for humanity in that world. Right. So to see him humanized... I feel like would take away from that, and I think that it's there's so much more to worry about than like, oh, what's he look like under there? It was the same thing with Tally and Mass Effect. Like, I didn't need to know what they looked like. Yeah, like what her race looked like. I didn't care. I wasn't like, I need to know. I just I gotta see it. I gotta know. I just didn't care. Fair enough. Yeah, I this isn't a this isn't really a surprise to me, but it kind of is only because they did start to they've they've given him so much more to do and so much more of a personality since yeah. they since 343 took over the franchise that I thought oh maybe they're going to go down the path of maybe we're heading for a Vader like unmasking in at the you know maybe in Halo 6 or something sure. we're going to be teased a little bit more along the way but at the same time he's almost like for you fellow 80s kids sorry Mitch he's almost like Dr. Claw at this point I know Inspector Inspector Gadget. Come on. (laughs) Inspector Gadget. Where you'd only ever see the shadow silhouette as he's flying by in his spaceship. And you'd always like to see his wrist petting his cat. Yes, the wrist petting the cat or just pounding pounding the armchair. Or or like uh, Wilson, the neighbor from from Home Improvement. Adi-ho, neighborino. (laughs) uh, I think at some point we actually did see Dr. Claw's face and Wilson's face. And then it was kind of like under... Underwhelming. Yeah. Like, oh, that. So, I don't, like I don't know what the value is. Like Master Chief yeah. takes off his helmet. Like, what do people want? Like, it's gonna be a dude. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he looks like a white man. Like, well, but but literally ghostly yeah, white yeah, because yeah. he's as the as the Fall of Reach book explains. Yeah. Which I hope. Well, that's a good question. Well, the animated series. Yeah, and the the we're getting that animated series coming up. What real soon? Now yeah. it's supposed to be out right up before the game is. So I, I think that I mean you'll see in the same way you saw saw in quotes like in the book they talked about him being this like redheaded ghostly white kid. I don't remember the redheaded part. Yeah, he's a ginger. He is. He's one of my people. <laughs> uh, he is unmasked for most of it, right? Because he's he's a Spartan, but like there isn't Spartan armor yet. Yeah. But the minute he becomes suited up, and the minute Blue Team has missions, they're just always in the armor. Yes. Yeah. That's why they're pale, because they never yeah. take it off. Yeah. They're just always in it. And I think that 
I don't know. I think in the animated series, we'll probably see some of that. I also think that, like, when Halo ends in this, like, weird future where that happens, and it won't, uh, and it's like, okay, Master Chief takes off his mask, and he's like, he's done with war, and he's ready to just live his life. Like, that will never happen, because this is a guy who, I mean, you look at something like The Hurt Locker, right? Like, that movie showed this guy who was, the only way that he could feel alive was to be in dangerous situations, Mm -hmm. and when he went home, like, spoilers for The Hurt Locker, he would go home, and he realized, like, I cannot grocery shop i cannot live a life with my wife like yeah this is not what i was made to do so he goes back and this is the same thing like if master chief is unmasked and goes home and the war is over like it's also the- literally the same plot as american sniper by the way oh really? i never exactly that's exactly it. what okay. i haven't seen the hurt locker yeah but that's exactly yeah. what happens in american sniper too so this like chief is a guy who is engineered for war yeah. he is bred from almost birth to be yeah this killing machine to defend humanity, and it, that is not a job that stops. He will find a way to just be in that armor for the rest of his life until it kills him. That's what I was going to say. I mean, yeah, he's he will die in that in that armor. There's little Whether doubt about that. Whether it's old age or an energy sword or <laughs> yeah. whatever it is, like that dude, that's just who he is. Like it's the Batman thing. Like Bruce Wayne is not Batman. Batman happens to also be Bruce Wayne, which is part of why the Dark Knight Rises annoys the crap out of me. <laughs> but that's another show entirely. All right. Uh, Xbox One could eventually get original Xbox backwards compatibility, says Unlock Superfan Phil Spencer. <laughs> who we haven't heard from in a while, by the way. Send an email, Phil. Unlock at IGN.com. <laughs> he knows how to find me. Uh, yeah, I, this was a surprise to me. Somebody reached out to Phil on Twitter, and tw- Phil, being the nice guy he is, will occasionally reply with something interesting to say and not just brush people off. Phil said... Uh, you know, the, the, somebody asked him, oh, would it be silly to imagine original Xbox backwards compatibility? And Phil said, I don't think it's silly. I ask the backwards compatibility team this question a lot. Need to finish 360 backwards compatibility for now. So no promises, obviously, but now we'd be talking. <laughs> if we get into... Because there's virtually there's virtually no way, real good way to play those games anymore. You can't easily go find an original xbox yeah. anymore they're kind of gone and buried a lot of the time pc is your only real option yeah i mean or mobile in a weird way <laughs> yeah strangely uh i want to r- rattle off some names of games that i own but even if they were just made available again as like a you know ps1 classics yep. kind of thing okay ninja guide in black yep still games incredible one of the best action games pure action games ever made Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Easy. Swish. Yep. Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. Game's pretty good. Yeah. You and I were playing some of that on yeah. PC, but it'd still be... It'd be nice to just sit on my couch and do yeah, it. that would be good. Sit in Xbox Live Party Chat. And Blinks the Time Sweeper. The, the must-have. Killer app. The definitive Xbox game. <laughs> the first party game to end all first party games. You know, Xbox One wouldn't be so far behind PlayStation if there was a Blinks game. That's mm. all I'm saying. We tried to buy it. We did. We did our part. <laughs> it didn't work out because it turns out it's really complicated and costs a lot of money. I don't know. Blinks is so expensive, <laughs> but it is. But it is. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Mitch, what do you, do, you, do you peg the chances of this at even remotely realistic? No. I mean, I just, I mean, no, I don't think it will happen. I don't think yeah. it's, no, I don't think it's realistic. I don't think this is beneficial to Xbox at all. I think 360 is, it's one of those things that's like, I didn't expect it to be as beloved and well 
enjoyed as it is. Yeah. You know, that announcement at E3 was one of the biggest stories we had. It was. Backward compatibility stories continue to be the biggest thing of the day whenever we publish things like that. It's something that I don't understand why it's so popular because we are in an era where the current consoles seem predominantly <laughs> dominated by uh, re-releases and yeah. things that get on our nerves on this show. Uh, but I just, I don't get it. I don't know why. I, I love that it's happening. I love that 360 compatibility exists. It lets me go back and play, hopefully, Red Dead Redemption on my Xbox One, Mass Effect, the Gears games. It's convenient. It's cool. I like right. that it exists. It's going to be very selective for Xbox 360 as it is, uh, which is why they have the vote system. So I don't expect that they'll go farther back. Like, all right, we got the you know the 50% of the Xbox 360 games you want. Now we're going to go back and do these 10-year-old games. This is not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I, unfortunately, I think you're probably right. But with, you know, in this case with 360, the backwards compatibility is there. Phil is asking third-party publishers to basically just do it out of the goodness of their heart. Yeah. Whereas with original Xbox, like I'm saying, I mean, those games and the consoles are gone. So I think it really would be a PS1 Classics type situation where you would charge five or probably ten dollars for these things so yeah you, there would be money in it for publishers but there was money in it on xbox 360 with xbox originals and it didn't work and they took it away yeah or they killed it pretty quickly fair enough but yeah. blinks was there though <laughs> blinks was there so we'll see i i agree with you i think it's it's you know phil speaking idealistically but yeah i, I don't mean, expect sure. that they're engineering resources are going to no, really I'm, be dedicated to I'm that. I'm sure it's a utopian idea of like an ideal scenario like we would love for this to exist but feasibly it doesn't make sense so we're going to focus on these 10 other things that make sense to make Xbox One better. Yeah. I think what they should do is now we have a program here at IGN called uh, Code Foo where we bring yeah. in interns who just like are jam on cool projects that the sort of full-time folks are they're too sort of bogged down with the day-to-day -day operations of the site. Yeah. Let's get some... This would let's be great get, Let's that. get a code foo situation, <laughs> uh, intern situation going at Microsoft where they say, okay, you kids, make, make original Xbox games work and then, like, just... Or just get it far enough along where the veterans can finish it off. Yeah, like, we can hand it to EA and they can say, like, oh, yeah, we'll totally... And then, you know, the... We... Uh, Xbox... Microsoft gets original Xbox games backwards compatible as do gamers and the interns who do it for free get the good ones get hired by Microsoft because that's how it works here. Yeah. That's that's what you get in return. So I'm sure Phil has thought through all of this already. But yeah, I'd say I'd say there's not much of a super realistic chance. Yeah, I just for like ten thousand reasons there's there's like so much more stuff to do on Xbox One to make it better than backward compatibility. Something you can do right now is uh, register to win your own island, Mitch. I want one of those. It wouldn't be bad, right? Set your own laws. Just, oh, hey, uh, clothing optional island. <laughs> Come hang out. <laughs> you know, I'd go there. Just saying. You can win your own island in a Just Cause 3 contest. Alternatively, you can take $50,000. Who's not taking the money? What winner of this contest is like, oh, we're an island? I bet the island Dude, real estate, Mitch. I bet Real the, estate never decreases in where value. Where is this island? How big is it? What crocodiles live there? 
So they haven't answered any of that. Yeah. <laughs> They've been like, Which is why people are going to take the money. They don't. Take the they're money. They're not even saying if, like, it's. Is it only accessible by boat? Are right, there how are do there I get any there? is do there I need any a passport to get to my own <laughs> island? Is there any wildlife there? Who governs this island? No one knows. Uh, could I start Jurassic Park there? Yeah. Like, is it big enough where it's like uh, Isla Sorna? I bet it's like a Isla half Nub- Isla Nubar? teeny tiny thing where it's just pure anarchy because nobody owns it. But you. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. You can <laughs> govern it however you like. Have your own laws or not? You're just running around like spearing wolverines. <laughs> with, like, it's a whole like. Lord of the Flies situation over there. But you always take the real estate. They're not making any more real estate, Mitch. That's true. You always take the real estate. What could you flip the island? Like, oh, this probably. probably worthwhile. Yeah, like sell, sell it. it to Mark Cuban or one of the, somebody like that who just, you know, wants to m- build a little resort bungalow thing. But here you go. According to the official Just Cause 3 website, here's how you win. You got to play the game. Players must come out on top of the Chaos Points leaderboard. 90 days after the release of Just Cause 3. The game is out December 1st, as oh memory God. recalls. Somebody without a job is just going to win this. For a chance to win an island. Oh, come on. Chance, so, yeah. Valued at $50,000 or a cash prize for the team. So, yeah. Okay. What kind of, I mean, what do you get, like, a the, an island the, the size, size of this, of this room? Table? <laughs> I own an island! Woo! But, uh, yeah, if you're interested, so, yeah, Square Enix does not specify a location for the island, nor does it guarantee the island to be inhabitable okay, <laughs> or accessible via means other than a boat. Submarine. This is the worst contest <laughs> of all time. Uh, location of island to be determined by sponsor, says the fine print, all taxes and fees associated with purchasing and obtaining of island, including but not limited to attorney's fees, escrow, and closing costs, are the responsibility of the winner... What, so the, it could you gotta co- pay for this island. It could probably win? cost you more than fifty thousand dollars. Take uh, the money. Sponsor does not guarantee the island to be inhabitable, developed, or reachable by any means other than a boat. Give me a break. This but, is the biggest scam. But Mitch, <laughs> have you seen Superman Returns? Oh, real estate, God. real estate, real estate. Ah, uh, take the money. That's whole Lex Luthor's whole plan was to just. Make real estate, more real estate on Earth so that he could control it and be rich. Take the money and go buy another garbage Bald island. Bald Kevin Spacey. <laughs> God. Yeah. You forgot, didn't I you? I did. I forgot yeah. a lot of things about that movie I'd like to keep <laughs> forgetting. I think Kevin Spacey forgot about that movie, too. <sighs> I bet he did. God, this is dumb. It's Simultaneously, it's like, oh, that sounds really cool. And then you get into the specifics and you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If you win the island and you take the island i say to dear dear viewers and listeners please write unlocked at ign.com <laughs> and we would like to come do a an unboxing of your island oh as God. it were i we want to film your reaction to setting foot on your island for the first time unless there are sharks in which case you're on your own <laughs> fair enough yeah i'm not going to anybody's shark palace <laughs> That's a great name for it, actually. <laughs> shark if you palace. win the Shark Palace, please let us know, IGN. <laughs> Unlocked at IGN.com. We want to visit. All right. The other big story this week, Mitch. Yes, sir. Uh, you know how jazzed both you and I are I'm for familiar. Rock Band 4. Yeah. It's a video game that... It, it is actually, of all the video games that were announced this year, that are releasing this year, there isn't a single announcement that actually made me happier. Not like... Halo 5's release date, not uh, anything that got announced at E3, although some things were pretty awesome. 
I don't know. There was nothing that made me happier than than Rock Band is coming back. I'm so stoked. Very excited about this. October 6th, so we're just over Man, a month it is away. Close. But some uh, the first the first bit of uh, rocky news. This is this is not good for anyone, particularly Xbox owners. Actually, doesn't really matter for PlayStation owners. Yep. So Rock Band 4 is going to cost you 60 bucks on PS4, provided that you just want the software and you already have some old PS3 gear you want to use on your PS4. Guitars, drums, mics. But on 360, or on Xbox One, the uh, so the PS3 use, just use Bluetooth. Yeah. That's, so it's a, you know... Regular, regular protocol Translatable thing. technology between platforms. But Xbox 360 and Xbox One use their own proprietary wireless communication protocols. And so, in order to utilize your 360 instruments on Xbox One, which had never been possible before, yeah. we have to give it credit for, this is the first game to ever... It's awesome that to, it's happening. ...to ever even do that. So yeah. we don't want to look past that. The fact that this unto itself is, a, is an awesome achievement. And they could have easily just said... Or either be harmonics or and or Microsoft could have just said, "No, f you. Uh, we don't allow old stuff. Just you got to buy new gear." Yep. But they we do at least get that. However, there is a literal price to pay. The Xbox One version of Rock Band Four, ju- again, just the game disc, provided you want to use old 360 yep. drums and and uh, guitars. It's going to cost you $80 compared to the $60 on PS4 because it comes bundled with a required. Adapter, yeah, for uh, 360 hardware adapter to, for the for the controllers. That is an unfortunate necessary evil. It really is. Uh, it's now your alternative is to buy. I mean, if you want new gear, you can just you can buy the guitar bundle, which I believe is a hundred dollars, which is the same on both consoles. Okay. Does so, it come with the adapter if you buy the hundred dollar edition? I don't think so. Uh, so it's that's like saying because you're saying, saying it's like I you're want new things. New stuff. Yeah, yeah, I want new things. But so this is this is really terrible for Xbox One, Xbox players. It, there's no way. I mean, I know, of course, you know, Harmonix doesn't want to do it this sure. way. In an ideal world, either Harmonix or Microsoft or both would just they would, they would eat, eat the, the cost. cost. Yeah, because I was, I don't know. Like I would say it's Microsoft because it's their protocol. Like they just yes, I agree with you. With this proprietary thing, but at the same time, it's like it's not their choice that Harmonix decided That's to enable also this true. feature. So then it's on Harmonix. But either way, it should not be on the player to pay I agree additional money to access this game. Yeah, that sucks. I, I I couldn't agree more with you. I mean, it's you're right. I mean, it's you can't specifically push that responsibility on anyone. It's sort of everyone involved, but Microsoft, Harmonix, yeah. and players share that. But it is, but. Of course, who always pays the price, yeah. Mitch? The consumer always pays Every the price. Every time. So, yeah, I mean, it's still the other thing to keep in mind. This is still cheaper than buying uh, new gear. If you've got gear, this extra $20 is, is still cheaper. But the fact of the matter is, the bottom line, you are paying more as an Xbox player than a PlayStation player is for the exact same content. And that's yeah. unfortunate. God, it's I get why it exists for every reason, but it still just sucks. It's just really not fair to players. You know what would be nice? The, and this, I feel like, Harmonix, somebody has the power to do. 
at least maybe like give Xbox owners or you know if you buy this bundle, yeah, give me twenty dollars worth of song DLC. Yeah, give me something as a as some like a, bonus tracks or something. Yeah, yeah, some bonus tracks in return for the, me fronting the cost for again a thing that you didn't have to do. Appreciate you doing it, but this yeah, it's your the buck is being passed straight to. The gamer now. I'm sure if PS3 required, if rather PS4, if the PlayStation family required an adapter, it would they'd be in the same boat. It's yeah, you know, th- they would of course that would be an eighty dollar skew as well. Yeah. They would still be really unfortunate that it had to be that way, and that but, it has to cost more money. But the fact that there is that disparity makes it look worse. It's just, I mean, if I'm Microsoft, if I'm Phil Spencer, I know Phil tends to run a week or two behind on the shows, but he, he assures me he still listens and he proves it from time to time. Yeah. Phil, I think this looks bad for your platform. You're you're effectively punishing loyal uh, Xbox players for yeah. so the the people that that jumped from 360 to PS4, of which there have been plenty this generation. Okay, they don't get DLC, but they're not. They also don't pay a penalty of any sort. But uh, yeah, just it, it just looks bad for your platform. It makes it look like that. The competitor has the better value because they actually do. So, yeah. Phil, it sucks too. Do something. It's man. like it's out of Phil's hands too. Like it's not anything he or his people could. Like it's they. They, they probably didn't even know. Like they might have had to like okay the existence of it to be compatible. Right. But it's like it's not their choice to make it. It's not their idea to be like oh yeah well we'll, we'll make it work by. But doing they this could thing. maybe they could waive the certification fees for. The DLC, you know, the having to be re-authored over yeah. to Xbox One, and then Harmonix could pass that that savings onto gamers via, you know, maybe like I said, a a, a bonus track pack or you know a, a, something for Xbox owners to tell them, hey, we totally still care about you, and we feel really bad about this extra twenty dollars yeah. that you guys have to pay. Because you're right, I mean, yeah, it's. It's not. I don't think anybody's being evil here. It's no. just. It's just. A, it's collateral damage. It just pretty sucks. much. Yeah. So, uh, in other rock band, also the, oh, that's right. The other point I wanted to make about this. Rock band is by Harmonix's own admission, admission, kind of an indie project because they don't have EA backing yeah, the game for them this, this time. Game. They don't have Microsoft backing it. They don't have Activision the way Guitar Hero is backing that. So they don't, you know, you'll notice that there hasn't been a crazy marketing blitz for Rock Band. Just like a trailer every now and then and some song announcements, and that's kind of it. And so my fear is that what is seeming like a really good game, and we've played Rock Band for a lot already. It's awesome. It's probably going to be the best Rock Band there was. I I worry that uh, this, this $80 price point, just the sticker shock alone is going to kind of dig the game a, a, an early grave just right from the get-go. If somebody walks into a store and sees, okay, here's Rock Band for $80. Boy, I like Rock Band, but I could get one of these other, any of these other big holiday releases for $60. Yep. So that's, I, I, I feel, I worry that this is uh, not good. Also, like, 
it, it's really unfortunate because it makes the competitor Guitar Hero look a lot better. That's because true. Because you buy the game and it just works out of the box. Well, but except with you have to buy you the have guitar. To buy the, the so kit. it technically is still cheaper than Guitar Hero, and yeah. maybe that's how Harmonic sees this. Sure. Is well. Because Guitar Hero Live is using a new guitar and there's no backwards compatibility, yeah. it's a hundred bucks sure. for Guitar Hero Live, no matter what. And they're eighty, and people go, okay, well, it's eighty, and I have my old stuff. But still, yeah, it's it's they're not just competing against Guitar Hero in the fall season; they're yeah, competing they're against everything. Yeah, and now they're also competing against themselves. Yeah, effectively. Ugh. In other rock band news, it looks like uh, they're going to be announcing songs every Monday from here on out. Music Monday is the silly hashtag they're using. Uh-huh. This week, we got word of Soundgarden, Arctic Monkeys, cool. Cool. Cake, uh-huh. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Don't know who they are. What? You just said you knew t- R- Inspector Gadget, so therefore... You shouldn't have a, you shouldn't have a gap in. Uh, Are they necessarily associated? Well, the, they're they came after Inspector Gadget. Oh, okay, Muddy Muddy Boss Tones. I bet are, I know, you know the 90s. Yeah, I just don't uh, know the name. Yeah, and then last week we got the sort of their one of their biggest artist announcements so far, Van Halen. Of course, which is great because they were of course exclusive to Guitar Hero last yeah. year and they had their own game, which many of you know all too well from having received it as a prize. You're welcome. <laughs> We still have hundreds of them somewhere. I also love this. Is, I think this is the first time in a music game like this we're getting the Proto Men, which yeah. is a very. Uh, 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 that was a, embarrassing. That's a, a, a high school duke. Uh, <laughs> we <laughs> hail to the hail to the college guy. Uh, Proto Men is a Will really. Will you come to prom with me, baby? Oh God. <laughs> Proto Man is a really awesome he band. He gets younger every week. And Light Up the Night is a really cool track that's coming to Rock Band. And I yeah. think that, I hope that this gets Proto Man a lot more fans. Because it's, they're such a weird, like, 80s inspired, it's basically like, all their music is based on Mega Man, which is like, strike one. <laughs> strike two is like, oh, they're trying <laughs> to be queen. They're awesome. That dude's vocal range is phenomenal. Mm. He can do anything. Like, they, I think he's in a queen cover band and he's incredible. He sounds just like Freddie Mercury. Oh, wow. Uh, so Proto Man is like, very, very loud, awesome, Mega Man. I did listen metal. to the track on YouTube and it was it sounded pretty good. Yeah. I like it. Proto Man's great. Uh we're st- the the other my other concern about Rock Band though, I will say, is <laughs> I feel we're still waiting for the big names that we used to get. Yeah, Van Halen's a good start. But, you know, Metallica, Red Hot Chili Peppers or they've been in the game before, but they're actually out now. Yeah. They're delisted. Oh. They're gone. Um that sucks. Same thing with Metallica. They're so I'm you know, more upset about Metallica, Metallica, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I feel like with Rock Band Four so far, okay, yeah, there's an one Elvis Presley track, which he's a big name, but uh, can't imagine a lot of people are necessarily dying to yeah. play Elvis in Rock Band. It's also not like the Elvis track you'd want. It's like, oh, it's a good one. But yeah, more would be cool, but yeah, some of the, be so you know the still waiting on the the Metallicas of the world the. Sp- Bruce Springsteen's of yep. the world, the uh, U2's of the world. The Nickelbacks? <laughs> no. Fun fact. Oh, boy. Rock Band Network. Remember the, yeah, I do. the independent publishing platform? Oh, yeah. For yeah. Codename internally was, you know, because RBN, RBN was Rock Band Nickelback so that no every no one would Nobody ask them about it. Nobody could guess what it was. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real thing internally at Harmonix, but um, yeah, I guess I'm still... 
And because that's the other thing that worries me about Rock Band being, you know, not backed by a huge money publisher is, is there the clout and the money to get some of these big names? Van Halen's a good start, and hopefully they're just saving their fire and the big guns. Right. Closer like the, to the game release. The last release. week will be like the big ones, right? Yeah, like... There's something to anchor that game to. Like, oh, man, it has this. That's awesome. Yeah. I need it. So we'll see. But, um, you know, look for look for Rock Band to start becoming a staple of college dorm rooms once again, <laughs> including probably uh-huh. College Duke Nukem's yeah, dorm room. Yeah, of course. But he's polite, so you, you can probably imagine him walking in, you know, walking into his... his, his, his uh, roommates and be like hey hey guys is miley cyrus in this game classic miley Ooh, such an inspiring young artist <laughs> i need that wrecking ball baby <laughs> how about taylor swift t swift is the voice t-swift. of generation Ooh. <laughs> did you see her on tour if she Nick, was amazing if harmonics is nick chester has anything to say about this uh 1989 in its entirety will be the first <laughs> dlc pack <laughs> Because the hater's going to hate, 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 <laughs> hate, hate, hate. <laughs> and the player's going to play, play, oh play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who wants to? Who's on drums? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. No one. And they're all like, Duke, we're, we're playing Van Halen right now. Yeah. Like, but what about... What about Vanessa Carlton? Who? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't even, I don't know who that is. Duke is very much more in touch back with to modern the 90s, music than yeah. me. Oh, it's uh, 90s. Okay, okay. <laughs> All of my music knowledge is basically from the 1990s. Yeah. Little Led Zeppelin, anyone? Jimmy Page, please. Please. Carly Rae Jepsen? Yeah. Little Carly Rae. Whatever you want to do. Oh, man. Who's, uh, who's Flavor of the Month now? I don't even know. I, I'm so out of touch with music. I look at my like my audio recently played, and it's yeah. like five bands. <laughs> Can we get some Kanye in here? Yeah. Yeah. Duke's got oh, good taste. He does. He's a real taste maker. I'm a taste maker. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's get some coffee. Tall latte grand with some whipped cream on top. I don't know where we're going with that. I don't either. Let's Help. just let's just leave. <laughs> Let's end the show. Let's do it. Oh, man, is if on cue. Oh, yeah. All right, so uh, we'll be right. Actually, no, we don't take a break no. for this. Mitch, tell me what we can. So this is the, this is the week. It's yeah, on. Yeah, it's happening. We talked a little bit about this at the top of the show. Let's go broke. Gears of War Ultimate Edition, which our full review is now live on IGN. You can check that out. Brian Albert took on that one. Uh, he's been playing multiplayer, so if you've been waiting on for the score, that is why. He's making sure it still works. Yeah, I think I'm going to fire it up tonight. Just give a. I, I don't see myself playing all the way through the campaign again with so many other brand new games it is out. So much bigger than you remember. I know it it's, was like eighteen hours long. Yeah, but I do. I definitely want to dive in. Yeah, and check it out. I've for been a while. enjoying it. Uh, Madden NFL sixteen, as you mentioned, uh, Dishonored Definitive Edition on Xbox One, which I cannot wait. Let's to have get a to. fantasy draft, Mitch. Oh no, let's not do. I'll give you the number one pick because I'm super polite. You want to go do a Dota 2 fantasy draft, Duke? Fnatic just announced this new lineup. Black is playing for Fnatic, which is very exciting. I don't know what that means. It's all right, Duke. Summer Spotlight has Octodad, Dadliest Catch for 15 bucks. Octodad is awesome. Yeah. Cool game. Uh, it's it's one of those like co-op surgeon simulator kind of like Controller I don't really weirdness. know how to control this yeah. game. It's quirky. It's funny. It's weird. Uh, and as you, as you get better with it, uh, it just it's surprisingly smart. I like that game a lot. Uh, Goat Simulator, mm, Goatsy Edition, 
$10. I think that's the zombie edition. M- more goats. I don't know if it's an expansion or what. I don't know anything about this. Uh, Yasai Ninja is 20 bucks, but 60 bucks <laughs> if you're a gold member. I don't know what Yasai Ninja is. Yeah, I hadn't recognized it either when I looked at it. I just, we're in a weird place where I don't recognize 90% of the games that come out. Uh, don't Starve Giant Edition, 15 bucks. I assume that's a... Either it has giants or is uh, the full game. Mm-hmm. The latter. Okay. Mega Man Legacy Collection, Jared Petty wrote our review. That's 15 bucks. Go check that out. And on Friday, we've got Blues and Bullets, which is a... That game looks really good. It's like I, a noir... Yeah, I had it demoed for me. It's kind of like, think... Max Payne meets like L.A. Noir. It, it has a very. It's it's definitely a unique, unique game, okay. unique aesthetic. It's an adventure game, right? Sort of, yeah. Okay. Uh, Whispering Willows, which I don't know. I don't know that one. Nova One One One, which is I saw that game on Steam. Looks really pretty. Don't really know what it is. Uh, and Magnetic Cage Closed did not get a great review from IGN when it released on PC. Okay. But it's a first person. <laughs> It tries to be a Portal-esque first-person puzzle oh, game. okay, with magnets. Um, so a bit of an up-and-down week. Some good stuff in there, though. On the Marketplace, Games of Gold for August. Metal Gear Solid Time's 5, running out. Ground Zeroes for free. Get that before you play it's Phantom your primer. Pain. Phantom At Pain comes out on September 1st. It's a primer. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's good. Play it, especially for free. Ground Zeroes is awesome. Should have been free in the be- to begin with, yeah, says the devil's advocate. And How to Survive Storm Warning Edition for Xbox One all month long. For August. Metro Last Light uh, is available now on Xbox 360 until the 31st, so get in on that. And then, oh, they announced September Games of Gold. I did not yeah, know that. Yeah, we're all set with September, and the, the stakes have been raised a little. This is Literally, good. what is the Deer God? It is a uh, plat- pixel platformer where you are deer. Like right. a literal D-E-E-R animal deer with ticks and Lyme disease. You know, big old antlers. <laughs> little, maybe little, little baby antlers. Uh, the Deer God is free, as is Tomb Raider Definitive Edition from the 16th till... Again. Oh, look at that. Getting you getting you ready for Rise of the Tomb Yeah, Raider. of course. This one's interesting because it's, it's for a full month, but from uh, September 16th till October yeah, 15th. Yeah, I found that one weird. I don't like that, but whatever so it takes. So just mark your calendar. Yeah, it puts it a month out of Rise of the Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's on 360. Oh, no, sorry. That's Xbox That's one. Xbox One. Okay, that was confused. Yeah. For Xbox 360, Battle Station Specific, and Crisis 3. Interesting. Those are very different games, not a little really bit. connected in any way at all. A little strategy and a little first-person shooty, yeah. shooty, shooty, bang, bang. Uh, Crisis is the back half of the month, so starting from September 16th to the 30th. Awesome. We'll come right back, and Mitch, you get a chance to widen your lead with no one else here for that trophy behind me. Pray for me, people. The dookie up on the top shelf back it's there. Happening. I forgot to put it on the table to start the show, but whatever. We'll be right back. Unlock block. Can you take on the challenge? All right, Mitch. Here's your chance. Let's do it. Hold a one-point lead over Destin and a two-point lead over Marty in the quest. Ryan, Ryan's stepping away. It's very dramatic as he brings us the Dookie for this. It will be mine. The Dookie Trophy it will be to, be, to be displayed proudly on the desk of the winner for the entire calendar year of 2016. Okay, I, I guess I better make some desk space. So, again, you're up, you're up a point over Destin, two points over Marty. Here we go. It's a Portal 2 question, Mitch, a game I know you played. I played it. Game of the year game. Yep. In Portal 2, what animal carries Potato Gladys? 
which if you played the game, you know what that means. Which animal care? Uh, what animal carries Potato Gladys away after Wheatley knocks both Chell and himself in the bowels of the facility? Was uh, Potato Gladys carried away by ants, a dog, a cat, or a bird? I didn't remember this even happening until <laughs> until this question happened. I'm like, oh man, like I'm trying to think of what it was. I'm almost positive, and this is my answer that it was a bird. I think okay. a bird like came out of the rafters and grabbed this thing, clawed, and flew away with the little potato thing attached to your gun. Uh, question, by the way, that's uh, it's Matt Adams is our winner. His gamer tag. If you'd like to make a cool new friend on Xbox Live to play all these six million fall games with, Matt Adams' gamer tag is. Among the Fallen, all one word, except he's spelled among, A-M-U-N-G, Among the Fallen. Maybe he forgot the umlaut, and it's actually Among the Fallen. Quite possibly. A little, get a little German lesson in for the day. <laughs> Not a bad thing. Well, Mitch, I am pleased to say you are correct. You have widened your lead. You have taken, you've cashed in your opportunity here. All right. It was indeed a bird. This makes up for those two weeks that I missed the very easy questions that I would have definitely got points for. Yeah. Good job, Mitch. So, again, next week, the plan is, because, uh, again, I just want to make sure, going to have a super cool prize for next week. Make sure your question is awesome, So what, it's going to be worth it. Yeah. What we need, it is uh, your Xbox-related trivia question. F- include four multiple-choice answers. Note the correct one, and I'm going to need your mailing address for this one. Uh, your gamer tag is optional if you'd like me to read that on the air. And, again, all you have to do to win is make it good. It's, it, and I know that's super vague, not too easy, not yeah. too hard, not anything we've uh, done on the show before. Some, something fun. Uh, I'll know it when I see it. So, But you, you have a – compared to most contests to win things as cool as – It's really thing, easy. It's, your odds are really good. Yeah. Because uh, we have a lot of listeners to this show, but surprising few a number of them actually write in yeah. – for Unlock Block Trivia. And surprisingly, a lot of them ask way too specific questions. That's true. And those are the ones that I say, no, no human being would ever know that without having looked it up. So, Mitch, where can they send their Xbox-related trivia question, their four multiple-choice answers, noting the correct one in the email, along with their shipping address? Send that to unlocked at IGN.com. Brilliant. Let's plug some things and go, shall we? Let's do it. IGN Prime helps keep the lights on around here, and it results in an ad-free viewing experience for you on IGN, both on uh, the desktop, the the website, and on before videos, which is huge, too. Uh, It is $29.95 for a one-year membership, and you can sign up by going to IGN.com slash Prime. Mitch? Yes, sir. What have you been up to? What should we be checking out of yours? Oh, God, I'm just planning pack stuff. With Andrew and Mark. Can we see you at PAX if yes. we're going to PAX? So if you, I, I wish I wrote down the, the actual link so I could just give you like a bit.ly link. But if right. you Google, hang out with IGN at PAX. Find the article for 2015. Very easy. Okay. Hang out with IGN at PAX. Uh, you can find out what panels I'm on, where the meet and greet is on Saturday, the Lara Croft Go party that we're having on Friday. We are going to be all over the place. We're doing Game Scoop on Sunday. I wrote the article. I should know this. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's Sunday. Uh, Damon's got some good stuff planned. It's going to be a, a big cast. Me, him, Marty, uh, Brian, Max, Andrew. Good crew. Uh, planning TGS. So we'll have lots of stuff for that. IGN.com slash TGS. Bookmark that for September. Probably not going to be as much going on on the Xbox side, not though, right? But really. some third-party stuff that yeah, of then becomes in, of interest to Xbox yeah. folks. Uh, it's I don't think it's going to be that busy of a show this year either. So we're gonna ha- we're gonna 
do a lot of extra stuff outside the game event itself and nice. uh, do some Tokyo. Eat, eat a McWhopper. <laughs> that's American, not Japanese. This is that's a, the first weird food thing we've had on the site that's not just like, oh, it's Japan, Japanese. We should go to Japan to do that thing. Um, gosh, what else? I think that's basically it for the time being. Subscribe to IGN Overclocked. That's our PC podcast. Mm. Check that out. I was on that once. You were. We'll have to have you back. Anytime. Maybe next week. I own a PC now that, w- that play- that's capable of playing games nice. in 2015. Nice. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> I, d- I did it, you guys. Having a, P- having a PC podcast now is so good because now I can sit at my desk all day and play Shadowrun and I can play volume and people are like, what are show you doing? Show research. I'm like, researching the show. Y'all got to have games to talk about. <laughs> the best best thing i ever did <laughs> playing dota got to talk about pc games there's, i know i know how you operate new hats there's a chocobo courier <laughs> gotta talk you about you better really hope that our uh, bosses don't make it to the end of the show does anybody Th- that fair point <laughs> very fair point i think it's just nick hanneman nick is the only one who ever listens to this garbage and then teases us about it we appreciate it Love you, Nick. And we'll follow you on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I'm Itchy D. Awesome. You can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, this T-shirt I'm wearing has proven very popular. Mm. People like it. Mm. I made it. If you'd like one, uh, visit the website that's in my Twitter profile. That's all I'll say about that. You too. You know, it's still summer. It's still T-shirt season. Grab one. You'd help me out. Or if you're in California, help it's T-shirt season. Put my, Always. Help put my help. kid through college. <laughs> Uh, what else can I tell you? Oh, I started a Tesla podcast for fun on the side. It's called Ride the Lightning. Get it? Good Metallica record, reference. good show. You're literally, yeah, because electric car. Uh, thanks. Yeah, I'm having a super fun time doing that. You, if you just search Tesla on iTunes, you'll find it. But the website, if you're either not an iTunes person or just want to go straight and download the MP3s, is teslapodcast.libsyn. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. Uh, and then let's see. We're finishing up our month of Scalebound coverage. Nice, yeah. We have... God, it's all been so good. That game looks awesome. It, Yeah, that game, that is going to be a very cool game. It's uh, our, one of our last big features, actually the last thing we'll put up on Monday is ask Platinum Games anything okay. about Scalebound. It's not a literal live, you know, yeah. Reddit AMA thing, but... We send them the good ones. Yeah, we'll send me the questions... Uh, and we will send them in. So if you just look, there'll be an article on IGN. You can always uh, tweet me too, and I can just write them down and keep them in a file. But yeah, and we'll maybe you'll, your question will get answered by uh, Hideki Kamiya or uh, JP or one of the fine crew over at Platinum. And I think that When's about the, wraps it up. When do we announce the new IGN first? Because of Labor Day, we're actually starting late. Like, okay. we generally aim for the first Monday of the month right. just because it sort of creates a good cadence for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the first Monday of the month is like the 7th just because of the way the calendar wow. falls. And that's a holiday. So then we're just going to start on Tuesday the 8th. Okay. So a that's, later in the month. Yeah, but it'll still work yeah, out to the same amount of fun all stuff. Right, right. So look for the next IGN first uh, hitting then. And, yeah, I think that covers it. Uh, we probably forgot something very important. But we oh, did. Well. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. Most of you catch the show on iTunes. Just search uh, Podcast Unlocked or Unlocked, and you'll find it easily. You can subscribe there, and the show will be fed to you automatically. Season two of... Uh, Hunt the oh, yeah. of Hunt the Truth. It's recording now. It's yeah. Frank tweeted about it. I retweeted him. They're they actually. I think it was this past weekend. Yep. They were recording. So I wonder if they do it all in one go. 
Well, I've got to figure... It's a lot of actors to do in one go. But most of it's probably the lead actor. Yeah. Who I... Spoiler, I'm not going to tell you any... Mm-hmm. I'll just leave it that vague because mm-hmm. you should listen to season mm-hmm. one. I'll bet it's like... I want to... I'll bet it's like two or three days of hard recording, like yeah. full days, and then a lot of editing, like... Yeah, uh, probably a, to be whoever a, week has or, that show. a week or two of editing and producing because you got a, all the sound effects yep. and all the. I've always wanted to do a radio drama, oh, yeah. and it is such like a, a nightmare to consider what you need to do. I, the closest I ever came was, and it's, it was, honestly the podcast I was most proud of until Unlock Two Hundred One came along. Dan Amrick and I at uh, OXM did a we did a whole. Oscar-style Game of the Year awards podcast. Oh man, I remember that. It yeah. was it was and so you had long. Come on, and like so, I planned the whole thing out. I, I just it, I don't even know. I think it's gone because like what's left of Future burned all of the fu- like I I have yeah. it downloaded and saved. Well, I think it might even still be on the, the iTunes. Maybe it's it, it was so long we had to split it into two parts. Yeah. It's episode it's KOXM episode fifty and fifty one, but it's uh. Our, we had a producer, Jeremy Williams. Do you know Jeremy? I never met him. Okay. He's, I only heard the legends. He's awesome. He produced it and uh, put in like sound effects and like crowd, yeah. like noise and theater Ba-da-ba! reverb. and uh, Taking the so stage music. And... It starts on a red carpet. Yeah. Because uh, it's the KOX Emmys, by the way, is the name of it. <laughs> that's that's what the award. But it was our Game of the Year awards, right? Is, I forgot about all that. That's uh, really good. And... Yeah, it starts on a red carpet. Major Nelson yep. shows up, and we we like Major Major, come over. Uh, Does he like give you guys the cold shoulders? So, like he's very busy and he's too pumped to talk. to you Something, something like that. Yeah, yeah and yeah, then we go a in. Very important man. I yeah, have and to then be. like it, and then we go in, and literally everyone has an acceptance speech. Yeah, including uh, yeah, like we had. I think Frank was on that that episode. I don't Halo remember I, that. I'm not sure of, but like we had one of the. Uh, Developers from IO Interactive call in for from Sweden for a yeah. Hitman thing, like Skyped in, and yeah, it's it, it was a ridiculous production, and probably not a lot of people heard it, but it's still like I actually was listening to part of it kind of recently. It was it was right when I knew that Future was going to be immolating, sure. yeah. like just yeah. burning every all the files on their way on their way out of uh, the <laughs> OXM business, and I downloaded them. And I was like. This is still really good. We should do something like that sometime. I agree. Except, well, forget it. I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> got to keep some secrets. <laughs> Probably never happen again, but at least I got to do it. Yeah. I don't even know where we started with this conversation. Keep it locked. Just just <laughs> filling time at this point. Just <laughs> yeah. making your file size bigger. Yeah. Just making the show longer to download. 66 megabytes. 67 uh, megabytes. Yeah. 68. Anyway, I want to thank uh, my cast members who are not here because they are legitimately working and busy. Marty Sleva, Destin Legary, uh, Sean Finnegan as well. Mitch Dyer, thank you. Of course. And I want to most of all thank all of you, our listeners and our viewers. You guys are awesome. Uh, because of you, we are the most successful Xbox podcast out there. And... Uh, we got a lot more fun stuff coming up. I mean, th- this is it. Now, it, this, this it's is go the time calm, now. And it's not even that calm, but this is the calm. Wait, this calm. is the calm? Oh, yeah. This week was nuts. Yeah. We yeah, had the, the calm. The Metal Gear review, Madden review, uh, Until Dawn, I know a PS4 game, but and then um, what's the other one I'm leaving out? 
a Gears. Oh yeah, Ultimate. of course. Gears Ultimate review. So Maybe we forgot something important. That's like four major reviews all right at yeah. the same time. And, and then it's the calm. Uh, next week. Oh, uh, Monday is the Mad Max review that Brandon Tyrell is yep. doing. He's out of office, just playing his face off. So plenty more to get to. We're gonna have a ton to talk about on this show. Uh, as yeah, I'm I'm like gonna now be going. I'm gonna just trying to play everything I can at home so I can. Yeah. Stay caught up. There's too many games. We'll talk about everything. I'm going to so. play Metal Gear Solid Five like a drug addict. I know you are. If y'all think Dota 2 is a problem, <laughs> <laughs> there's a new Metal Gear game, y'all. Come on. Mitch has got more veins to tap into. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll see everybody next week. Bye. Love you all. there this is justin bartha i made a funny new podcast king of the egg cream it has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like lewis black i'm torn by my feelings for two women bobby cannavale you can eat it or if someone hits you you can put it on your cut melanie linsky i wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet jason ritter i can break things and pick locks and kill people michael stuhlbarg the whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better ari grainer no don't whet its appetite what are you an idiot me justin bartha that's not just any egg cream that's a lemke's special and all narrated by the hilarious richard kind this is the story of harry dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.